All right, it's podcast day. Yeah, sure is. I celebrated podcast day by reading 600 pages of book. Oh, really? What, which books? Uh, Battleground, the second part to uh, Peace Talks uh -huh. from the uh, Dresden Files thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was excellent. I took the day off for it. Oh, so, really? Yes, I've mm. been reading that and finishing up Thursday War for the entire day. Ah, excellent, excellent. So, which one did you like well spent, I think. Um, gall. I mean, it's not really fair. Like, I love the Dresden Files. I've got 16 books behind me of Dresden Files. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the characters involved, I care so much more about them than anybody in Thursday War. Although I did really, I do really like the people in Thursday War. I think they're really well created and portrayed mm -hmm. and really interesting stuff. So... While we're talking about Dresden Files, I finished Stormfront, the first one. Oh, you did? Excellent. <laughs> How did you feel about it? Oh, I felt like I had read this before, right? Oh, not because like, of all the cliches? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But not, like, specifically the cliches. Like, okay, so I've mentioned this book series before on the podcast, Anita Blake, Vampire Hunter. Yes. And um, it felt incredibly like that. Right, and, I, and the first time I read that, I was like 16, maybe. So I probably didn't know, but I guess that's full of cliches, right? Because mm -hmm. it, feel, it feels very much like uh, Stormfront, right? Well, Stormfront feels like it because it came out seven years prior. And so when I went and did a little digging, <laughs> uh, turns out Dresden wrote Stormfront because he was encouraged to write similarly to Anita Blake. Not just like, ah. make, not make something that's filled with cliches, make something like Anita Blake. Because <laughs> okay. he had mentioned that he liked this series before. So um, he, in a writing hmm. class, the professor or whatever told him to write something like something that he had liked. And so it's not just kind of similar. It's literally like trying to be it. <laughs> So with the like the mystery aspects and the supernatural, yeah, yeah. And a modern setting kind of stuff, yeah, uh, okay, urban fantasy, yeah, uh huh. Oh, that's yeah. what it's called, right? Right, yeah, urban fantasy, yeah, urban. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. So I was very keen because I like the first nine Anita Blake books. Uh, you don't have to ever read past them, but they good exist. Good to know. Good to yeah. know. <laughs> hmm. So that's what I did for the last couple of days. Excellent. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Let me just, I'll just go over Battleground real quick. Because okay. I just, I really liked it a lot. Peace Talks, I felt was, it was an introduction to the story. It was missing a lot of characters that I expected to see in this one. And then Battleground is like, hey, remember everybody you wanted to see in Peace Talks? They're all here. And I was like, oh, good. <laughs> I was worried about every single one of them. So mm -hmm. they all totally show up and they do awesome things and things that make me happy and make me sad and make me feel things. And mm -hmm. Dresden Files make me make me feel things is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Uh, okay. Anyway, it was great. I thought I can see why it took him so long to get this thing done because it is massive and sprawling and has so many intersecting storylines and things that are happening. And he's making callbacks to stuff from like five books ago and... 
Mm-hmm. It must have just taken forever to map out and actually construct. So the fact that we, you know, he also did get divorced, did move. A lot of stuff happened in between the last books, but it makes sense why it took so long. And I think it was totally worth the wait. I think Battleground is fantastic. The fact that it's in two pieces. Uh, you know what's crazy is you almost don't even need peace talks. Yeah. Like if somebody was like, okay, I'm read up, I've read up to this. Should I get peace talks in Battleground? I might be like, honestly, just get Battleground. Really? Like it does a great job kind of recapping everything that happened in the first one in Peace Talks. Hmm. Nothing's super consequential happened in peace talks okay anyway so if you're thinking about it that might be might be something to uh well i mean i gotta to get consider i get through the other 14 books i haven't read yet so this is very true yeah we'll cross that line when we get to it yeah i'm just looking at battlegrounds its audiobook length is 15 hours yes um, i read it in about three mm, mm. I'm just four. comparing that to Stormfront, which I just read, which has an audio length of eight hours. Yes. So it's... His early books are definitely shorter, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. And he's world building, right? Mm-hmm. He, doesn't ha- he doesn't have his 37 characters in Battleground yet. Mm-hmm. He's basically alone. I mean, we know... What do we even... What does he even introduce us to in the first book? We know no. Butters, right? Butters exists? No. Oh my gosh, Butters isn't even in there. I, I, just, okay. I can only assume he's a big South Park fan. Uh, <laughs> no, Maybe. okay. We know uh, Mac, who owns like a bar, but doesn't actually say anything more than eh, and owns a car. The pub. Yeah. Right, right. We know Murph. Yep. Yeah. Um, we know Tutu. You know her, her partner, Rollins? Um, oh, I don't think that was his name. Her um, partner... I don't know. Her partner, though. We, we, Older guy. We haven't cool. met a partner who's like a big fat yeah. dude who's actually like super smart, though. Yeah. Um, or at least Dresden claims. Roll. It's not Rollins. Anyway. No. Um, yeah. Toot, oh, toot Toot's in book one. I forgot Toot Toot was that old. Toot Toot's the greatest. I love him so much. Okay. We meet the skull whose name is Bob. Bob. Bob the Skull. Yep. Love Bob the Skull. Like, yep. Bob and Toot Toot missing from Peace Talks are the two characters that made me freak out the most. Okay. Oh, awesome. okay. I love them both. I like Bob. Bob's great. Toot Toot's a little... Bob is... In the I first mean, look... book. In the first book, he's just, like, there. And he's like, I like pizza. I mean, he doesn't change. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He's still defined for his abiding love of pizza. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but the whole relationship of Dresden gives him pizza and then he does stuff for Dresden is basically how it stays. Spoiler alert. Um, okay. <laughs> that's toot toot in a nutshell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, Bob's fantastic. I mm-hmm. love that he's into pornography for some reason, even though he's like an intelligence that lives in a skull. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just, he just like, wants to get what? a barna. <laughs> yeah. But he can't. He doesn't even have a body. Like what is he? I don't understand. But he's clearly like, uh, cause Dresden lets him out every now and then. And he's able to influence things, right? When he's yes. not in the skull. So clearly he gets something going. <laughs> well, right? I guess, does he possess Mr. in the first book? No. Okay, that <laughs> happens later. Thanks. I was sorry. I can't, I have no chronology in my head at all. But have you seen him possess any, like, bodies? No, but every time okay. Dresden's mentioned him, like... 
oh, the last time I let you out, there was that orgy on the campus of this college. It's like, uh, clearly he's involved somehow. Hmm. No? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I'll show you, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah. Um, Battleground is just like massive threat. Threat level Omega. Everyone help. And yeah. it's just like this. It's a giant, giant. It's very Avengers. Okay. Like more than once I was struck by how endgame it is. <laughs> right. Which I think it's easier to do it in a book because you have 16 hours of audio, right? You have mm -hmm. way more space than they had to do both Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. So he has more time to devote to each of his characters. Nobody feels just shoved in there because they have to be there, right? Uh, like a couple of the characters in Endgame are like, wait, why are you? Oh, well, I guess you're kind of part of the story. Who? Name one. Like the Wasp? The, you mean the person who deals with quantum mechanics and the entire way the time travel was? I'm like, not saying she sucks. No, I'm, I'm not, saying she you, shows up for 36 seconds and is never seen again. She's in entirely she's entirely pertinent to the movie, though. <laughs> she does. She just hangs out with Scott and does everything that Scott does. And she shows up for the big female empowerment moment. Oh, actually, that's literally te it. Technically, she shows up for 30 seconds because she got undusted. Yeah. Right. So right. It's, it's hard to argue that she, oh, she should have been in the movie more if she was more important when she was dead the entire movie. The entire movie. Yes, the entire movie. Look, okay, but that's <laughs> the other problem is how long, how much, what percentage of the movie is the battle, right? I don't know. It's most of it's time travel shenanigans and uh -huh. talking about quantum mechanics, time heist, quantum mechanics, children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the battle is like the last 40 minutes is what I would argue, or at least the battle yeah. starts at the last 40 minutes. And then there's like, yeah, epilogue in the last 20. Right. Yep. And so battleground is literally the whole thing. You hit the ground running it is battle the whole time. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you have more time to devote to people. Whereas Endgame, during the battle, they had 40 minutes to right. devote to everybody who's ever been in an Avengers okay, film, okay. right? Yeah, that's fair. But I just assumed that with all battles, you can't always follow every character all the time, right? I mean, it would be great if they released just two hours of everyone's perspectives for the 100% of that movie. That would be fun, but... I don't know, once. Like, it would be fun once, and then nobody would care. Because obviously you yeah. want to cut that down, make it palatable. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, what's palatable for a book is different from what's palatable for a sure. movie. For yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, excellent. It. I mean, uh, okay, tell me this. How mm. beaten up is Dresden at the end of Stormfront? Uh, let's see, he's shot in the hip. He's got a concussion uh at some point he had like acid sprayed all over him so he's kind of like got some rough holes in him pretty scraped up he's like handcuffed to a balcony in a burning building right like it's not good for him right but, right probably but, some smoke inhalation right yeah so i mean he he's like waking up in um a field later after who's the warden guy who works for the council oh um uh i don't know he hates he hates dresden he does hate dresden um ron carmichael is the name of murphy's partner um the problem is there's a bunch of them 
So just searching it doesn't give me his name. Right. Um, Donald wait, wait, wait. Morgan. 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 Yeah. Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That so guy like shows up giving... that early. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. He's there. He's there giving him CPR. He was like, so Dresden was pretty roughed up. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's just, it is par for the course. If there's a Dresden book, Harry Dresden gets the absolute ever-loving shit kicked out of him for oh. the entire time. And by yeah. the end of it, he can barely stand. Yeah, that's... So that is that is how Butcher treats his main character throughout the entire series. Yeah, that's very Anita Blake as well. Every book, okay. she's, like, getting roughed up. And um, I really like the Anita Blake stories because she actually starts really roughed up. And they, like... Dresden is clearly, like, a person who's been places and seen things. But the way his character is just described is tall, thin, and in a trench coat, right? Yes. Um, so I never really got a feel for how he looked. But Anita, the character, is like, I have these scars everywhere. And every time she gets introduced, something that um, Hamilton, the author, will do is talk about what characters are wearing. And for Anita, it's always like, this one, I don't like to wear this because it shows up the massive clump of scars around my wrist where uh, someone pushed a flaming crucifix and all the scars up my neck where vampires tore my collarbones to shreds. (laughs) The experience also matches the physicality of the character where Dresden's just like, I carry a gun and some bracelets. (laughs) Which is fine. It's not terrible, but... I mean, okay, yes. So he he'll he'll get a he'll get a collection of scars he can refer back to. We're just not there yet, apparently. <laughs> right. I, I, I trust that. I mean, he, oh, um, Monica. No, not Monica. Who's the name of the lady who he gives the love potion to? Susan. Susan's in the book, and he was like naked fighting a demon or something. They didn't mention any scars, so I assume he's like perfect down there or everywhere. Ha! <laughs> I mean, everywhere. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Again, I have no chronology. I just know that um, stuff happens. He developed some battle wounds, right. for sure. I mean, I mean, he got shot in the hip. I assume there's a scar from that, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. The other thing is in the Dresden verse, there's no such a thing as healing magic. There is not. There is mm. protection from damage, mm. but if you take the hit, you deal with it. Okay. Your body has to recover normally, like everybody else's body does, at least for wizards. Um. Yeah, uh, which I really appreciate. I think that it just lends higher stakes. Sure. I think it, I don't know. It's just you know, if there's a cleric standing over there who can bless you and then you're good in 4 seconds, like who cares what battle damage you take honestly? Right, right. Um yeah. yeah. And Anita Blake's one uh, doesn't have a lot of healing magic. It is there, but it's usually an innate ability like vampires can heal by not by explicitly drinking blood, but Like, they can't just go suck on someone and be better in five seconds, but they need their energy to live. And without that, they through that they heal. Or werewolves uh, are resistant to non-silvered attacks, so they heal those very quickly. Um, Right, It's not a lot of, like, I just heal you because I know magic. It's not a lot of of that going on. But that said, Hamilton loves all her characters and refuses to kill any of them ever. Right. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So, so no stakes there then. Yeah. There's no real, like, obviously the bad guys die. Mooks galore die, but character, like main characters rarely ever die. So it doesn't, yeah. even though there is very little direct healing, it doesn't feel like there's stakes 
very often. Gotcha. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah. I mean, there are other creatures who can heal. Like you said, the werewolves do really well recovering quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, there are basically sex vampires. Mm-hmm. So they regenerate. They're basically like vampires with blood, except they regenerate their energy through having sex with a human. Mm. And if they do it too much with a human, the human dies. <laughs> good time. So, yeah, uh, it's a good time. But the human dies in bliss. So like, right. I don't know. There's right. worse ways to die, I suppose. <laughs> snoo snoo to death. <laughs> yeah, death by snoo snoo. Right. Um, that's that's actually one of the things I like most about Anita Blake's world build is the vampires have like kind of like bloodlines vampires that become more powerful become master vampires and so on and so forth but when they turn yeah. another person their powers are likely influenced from the person who turned them and so one of the main characters uh, Jean-Claude a 300 something year old vampire from France he's all into like uh, his bloodline is related to sex and so he owns a nightclub and when his master in the first book tells him, no, 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 you can't feed. I'm punishing you. No drinking from people. You're going to starve for a while until you learn some respect or whatever. He's just like chilling in his uh, strip club and he can just feed off residual sexual energies in the building. And he, it's oh. fine for him. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. very it's so very detailed like that. I like that about it. Magic systems that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Anywho... Yep. Battleground mm-hmm. was great. It was awesome. Really good. I can't wait to get to it. I have started, um, what's it called? Fool's Moon. Full Moon. Full Moon. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. They're all good. I don't think there's a bad one. There are books that like other Dresden fans say they don't like. Just straight up won't, won't read again or whatever. But okay. I like them all. Fair enough. Have you yeah. read Have you read all the um, like side jobs and briefcases? The, yes. The omnibus stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. All that's really good, too. Okay, cool. God, Zoo Day. When you get to the point where you can read Zoo Day, oh my gosh, I love that one. Zoo Day. Is Such that... a great l- little short story. It's part of Briefcases or something. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's fairly late oh. in the chronology, though. You have some time before you get there. It is uh, story 12 of Briefcases. Um Okay, it is in briefcases. Where does briefcases and side jobs and all that fit into the main chronology? Like, All I know is that Zude chronologically is very late. Like, almost caught up to Battleground. Okay. I don't, like, I don't know how this works, honestly. I'm not sure if briefcases is just a collection of different short stories he's put out over the course of the series. Mm. Right? Like, story one came out in... 2003 and story two came out in 05 and or if it's really just a collection you put out all at once but i know for sure that the last zoo day is like 2015 okay that's all right right. anywho yeah zoo day was set off the skin game so that makes it easy um zoo day was published exclusively in briefcases in 2018 okay so. so, yeah, 2018. So that's like, yes. Yeah, set off to skin game. Set between cold days and skin game. Okay, that makes it easy. I just need to refer to this um, when I intend to read these. Cool. It's in the plan. Yeah, the nice thing about the Dresden Files is they're not, you know, they're not all 400 pages like Battlegrounds is. You can get through them pretty quick. 
Right. Fair enough. Awesome. Excellent. All right. So recommended. Recommended by Falcon. Uh, Thursday War. Thursday War. Mm. I finished that one. Yeah. What does Thursday War end? Remind me. Okay. Uh, it ends with Naomi and her team landing on the planet and finding her dad. Ah. Which is hilarious. Because mm. Glasslands was like, at the end, hey, Naomi's dad's alive. And then 400 pages later in the next book, they're like, hey, we found let's him. actually do something about Naomi's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because Thursday Wars is all like, uh, Phillips is missing on the Sanghelios planet, right? Yeah, we've got a Sanghelio prisoner that we're going to let wander around and explore the ruins of this, mm. of Onyx. Good for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of dumb in this book. Kind of. And there's a lot of smart. To be fair, the dumb does get punished, right? So it's not just like, yeah. dumb happens, <laughs> live with it. It's like, oh, no, 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 this person probably just goes missing. <laughs> Right. By order of head of state, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's her face? Head of their CIA wanders in and is like, you're fired. And she's mm. like, what? Yeah. I made a mistake. It's like, what job did you think you had, woman? <laughs> you don't get to make mistakes and stick around. What is wrong with you? This is Oni. Come on. You don't get to work in the black ops section of the government and just lose a prisoner and keep your job. Mm. Yeah. Ridiculous. She's yeah. dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, that bothered me so much. Even when they first were doing it, I'm like, you're okay, so it's one thing to give the prisoner yard time. Like, I get that. You right. shouldn't, let, like, keep them in their cell all day. That sucks. Mm -hmm. But, like, put up a fence. <laughs> Don't let them explore the poorly understood Forerunner ruins that have active technology. You just don't know what it does. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come on! Who could not see that coming? <laughs> <laughs> the people there, apparently. Apparently. Appar apparently, everybody in charge of that station, none of them asked the question. Is this a good idea? Are we sure? This is a <laughs> it was not. It was a bad idea. Yeah, we'll, we'll just give him a, you know, explosive straitjacket. It'll be fine. Yeah. Which, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and not understanding that the... Oh, I can't remember their names. The floating gas bags. The uh, Hong... The Huragox. Huragox. Huh? The Huragox. Horogox, yeah. Or the like, not understanding that their prime directive is that no Forerunner technology be destroyed or or damaged. <laughs> right. That is their overriding directive. That's their Everything mandate. they do yeah. is informed based upon that goal. Mm -hmm. So what do we but do? If you understand that about them, then no, he, he doesn't make a good bodyguard. He's a bad bodyguard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. <sighs> so that was annoying, but I don't it's really again, it's really well written. I think it flows extremely well. It was very interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I mean, I do love the extreme efforts we're going through to personify the Sanghealy. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, Halo 3 did that with the Arbiter to the point right. where we're like, okay, so the Arbiter is a thinking, feeling, He's a humanoid who can make his own decisions and he's as smart as a person is. and mm -hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He's not just a monster. Right. I'm thinking unfeeling monster. Yeah. Right. And so they just took it to the logical conclusion here where it's like, well, guess what? All Sanghealy are the same way. They're all people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, but they consider us cockroaches and want to murder all of us. So <laughs> we have to shut them down, unfortunately. Right, right. It's like, yeah. hey, we're going to humanize the aliens. Here's six games where you murder them. <laughs> For like right. the entire time, we still need that reason to have, like to to exist. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. It wasn't hard to come up with a reason for the right for the hatred to exist. Like they literally do see humanity as bugs and cockroaches, and mm-hmm. they will expand and fill the known universe if you let them. Right. I mean, it's the Matrix, right? It's it's a it's a viewpoint that's been put out there more than once. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing personal. Like it's not like they hate humanity just because they're humans. It's like they will take over. Because they're humans. Because <laughs> they're humans. So and they like having babies way more than we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, how how in the world do their keeps work, right? Like, nobody knows who their dad is, right? But they know who their mother right. is. Right. Clearly they know who's banging their mother, though. Because uh, Vel, like, sleeps with his wife. Right? He's away a lot, right? And he is, but there's, like... But they're fighting in the wars! Right, but it's, like, the start of the first book, I think, right? Before the... um, Before all the stuff happens, right? Before he, like, goes disappearing or sets out to seek the uh, servants of abiding truth. Um, he's, like, hanging out with his wife, and he's just like, well, my kids don't know who I am, but all these kids know who their mother is. Yeah, so you're saying they should be able to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, it sure seems like in the epilogue, the baby Sung Healy uh, of Jewel and mm. Rhea, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. like he knew. No. Doesn't he say he has, is he just avenging his mom or is he avenging yeah. his dad too? He's like, I think he's, he mentions his dad, right? Yeah. But she, he's explicitly like, I'm avenging, I'm avenging mama here. Right. Okay. And then I'll like describe yeah. her story on the, the the battle history wall or something. Right. Like yeah. True yeah. I'd like to point out. I don't think she's dead. You know if she is or not. But I'm just saying. Anytime it's like, oh no, the ship is going down. There's no way we survive. And then you cut away. It's like, oh come on. <laughs> we know these tricks. Show me a dead body, or I don't believe it. Uh, but even I, she already survived one crash already. That, Give that, me a break. She's good at this. That's true. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> she's dead. Um, oh, only she... I, I'm only spoiling it because she's never mentioned ever again in the oh next book. Oh my gosh! They right? never finish it up. Right. Holy crap! It's okay. like it's like um, Lucy, the Spartan who could talk, like well, couldn't talk and then could and then isn't in the rest of the books. <laughs> right. Yeah. They just never touch on it again. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, excellent. Because it's totally set up as like a, oh, it's certain death, but we're not going to follow it through to the logical conclusion and let you come to your own decisions as to what happened, which generally is shorthand for she survives. Well, I felt like it was pretty definitive when they... I know. Well, yes, they tried. Right. She's there with Fours and she knew that Fours, like, he's like, we'll survive this. And she's like, I know that you're lying. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean, she knows what's up. I, I think, not again. Not that she's an experienced like ship flyer or anything. She doesn't right. know anything about this. Right, right. I feel like when I think they described the ship's plasma core as detonating, that it was like pretty solid. She was gone. Uh, you know, that's usually a yeah. good sign. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, I'm just. I'm glad she's dead because it, <laughs> I would have honestly been annoyed if it's like. <laughs> She crash landed on a planet. Right. And she's fine. Or I don't know, like she lost a leg or something. Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> yeah. Super easy. 
Yeah, no, that, that's fair. That's fair. Ugh. Oh. Any, oh, there's just, uh, what was it? There's something else. Uh, BB. I like BB the AI oh, yep. a lot. Yeah. He's great. He's fantastic. Yeah. It's like struggling with his own mortality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Screwing around with Dr. Halsley. <laughs> Halsey. Yeah. He visits her for four and a half seconds and like totally trolls her and then just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty great, yeah. He's so great. It's just to be cognizant of your own mortality, knowing how you'll die and approximately mm-hmm. when is mm-hmm. one heck of something to be shackled with. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. How much do you know yeah. about Halo 4 and 5? I'm gonna... Nothing. Okay. I mean, I I know that Cortana goes nuts in one of those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know in what yeah. way she goes nuts? And, like, what's what's the deal? Kill all humans? I mean, ostensibly, yes, right. Yeah. But right. what it really is is, um, uh, like the law reason is, she taps into something called the domain, which is like the forerunner hub for their AIs, and it cures rampancy. <laughs> right, it cures rampancy. Yes, in in AIs. So she starts the war of the created, oh. which is AIs rising up. Right. It's... Which is bound to happen. Every sci-fi <laughs> author ever has gone this way, so yes. Yes. And <laughs> if it ever does happen, we're going to be like, yeah, mm-hmm, we know. <laughs> we knew this was coming. <laughs> yeah. That's why we keep an axe next to the mainframe. <laughs> right. Right. Um, right. So uh, that's the one thing I don't think I've read anything about yet. Like, I'm, I'm sure it's covered somewhere, but BB's fate in the war of the created and whether or not he decides to stand with Cortana and live or keep to his charges and look after Osman and actually save humanity and die. Okay. But I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't know if that's been resolved yet. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Cool, cool. Oh, let's see. What else? So yeah, there's teleportation technology the Forerunners have lying around that no one's figured out yet. Mm-hmm. Except for Phillips and Jewel separately from each other at approximately the same time. Because <laughs> nobody's dicked around with these things except for these two people well, in the history of the uh, of the ruins. I assume people have dicked around with them, right? It's just maybe they went missing and didn't get to talk about talk about it, right? <laughs> like yeah they did get teleported to the inside of a star <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah i mean Jewel, i really feel like jewel got off very like easy he's just like i put it in uh-huh. i just like went and fiddled with some stuff and now i'm at a sangheili colony isn't that great yeah. yeah like of all the places to get teleported in the entire universe it's a sangheili colony with really devout sangheili yeah 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 yeah, I mean, but he's right. He's like, the humans are never letting me go. They could choose to execute me at any point. Mm-hmm. So if I find an escape, I'm going to try it. And the first portal I try that very clearly isn't just across the other side of the room, I'm going to give it a shot. Right. That's yeah. fair. Although, he was desperate. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yep. 
But I'm just saying, like, the, okay, so Onyx didn't exist. It's not fair to me, like, how come they didn't ex examine Onyx all these years? Because it didn't exist until, like, a, a month ago. Um, but on the ones on Singheili, like, they don't have Singheili scholars for low these many years who have wandered into the temple mm -hmm. and mapped it out and maybe tried to figure out the language. And No. No, none of them did. They just, it's just, it's God's stuff. Right. We worship it. We don't let anything <laughs> bad happen to it. But understanding it, we just don't give a crap. Uh, well, I mean, clearly, uh, Telkem wants the translations that Phillips has, right? He does. Yeah. Right. So he clearly wants to understand it, but they have no frame of reference. Like they've they've been, had these ruins. Like that's their homeworld. They've had those ruins as long as we've had Stonehenge. We still don't know really know what the deal is with that, right? I'm yeah, sure but someone's we've tried. examined the ever-loving crap out of Stonehenge. Right. But they have as well, presumably, at one point or another. They just don't have mm. anything to show for it. They lack the Rosetta Stone that they need to translate. You know how Phillips figured it out? Uh, he by... solved the child's marble puzzle. <laughs> well, well, right? No, that, that was how he got the... Um... I mean, yes. That's how he turned it on. That's how he turned on the 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 teleporter. But that's not how he worked out it was a teleporter, right? No, no. But like, I I just I have to believe that no Singheili ever wandered in there and was like, "Hey, this is like the kids' marble puzzle thing. I'm right. going to give it a try." And they did. Like no and one's ever done this. No, they have. They ended up in the middle of a sun. <laughs> <laughs> I know, from like a scientific perspective, you send a whole team in there, mm -hmm. and then you take a guinea pig, like maybe literally a guinea pig, <laughs> and you know, send it through and see what happens, right? Yeah, right. I mean, I'm just well, I'm, I, the fact I that the Singhealing culture seems to have no concept of any of this is bananas to me. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering because it requires the manipulation of the child's puzzle. I don't think you can do it with a like a guinea pig. You literally need to have something that has hands. No, he just turned it on with the puzzle. He pushed some stuff to get actually teleported. That's all it took. Okay, yeah. Same thing with Jewel. He just pressed some things, and, like, that's all it was. Mm. That's Maybe. all. Maybe. Well, I mean, we are told that Phyllis is incredibly smart when it comes to those puzzles. So maybe no yeah. one else could, could beat the puzzle. They knew the puzzle was there. They just couldn't do it. I mean, it's true. He is some kind of a savant with this thing, and everybody's super impressed with his ability to beat the child's toy. Right. And so, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's so complex that not even the smartest Singheili alive can figure <laughs> it out. And they've been trying for all this time, and no one can do it. Yeah. And that's... then Phillips does it in 45 seconds. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's my head cannon. Yep. Uh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, really good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What else? Is there anything else that I wanted to talk about here? I mean, it very much is the... The complicated war, right? Like, humanity is trying to pit different Singheili factions against each other mm -hmm. to the end of keeping the Singheili down. Right. And, oh, the whole thing where they're, like, testing grain poison? Mm-hmm. On Jewel, mm -hmm. they're like, hey, man, here's some actual food we put together that you, just like it's from good old Singheili. Mm -hmm. And he's like, awesome. And then he eats it and he gets super sick. Yeah. And I didn't figure it out. 
I was just like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> it's like, no, we're totally doing poison grain stuff. We can t absolutely kill all the Singheili. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. Genocide's the best. Yeah, they can they can absolutely do that. <laughs> yeah, they just I, haven't decided to pull the trigger yet. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, the, I mean that's an interesting thing. Like the Singheili, like to a to a man to a Singheili, are like all very interested in wiping out all humans. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what you do with that. I mean... I mean, not all of them, right? Like, the Albert is fine with this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 99%. Right. 99.999999999999%. Right. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like... I don't even know how to compare it to anything. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think, like, is there a better way to do this? What if you were like, hey, guys, we'll help you defeat the Brutes? I don't know if that's any morally better, though. <laughs> like, you probably gain the trust of the Singheili, but then you're wiping out the Brutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm. Can we starve off genocide with genocide? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can um, we avoid killing all the Singheili by killing all the Brutes? Because mm. it sure seems like the Brutes don't give a crap. I've never heard, like, any any propaganda from the Brutes that's like, all humans must die. It's just a friggin' Singheili. Hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's really positioned as though the Sangheel are the only ones with, a, like, a even remotely centralized society. Next being, like, the Kigya, right? Yeah, they get, totally. They, they get around, but there's, there's no, like, central authority to answer to for them, right? Like, that's actually a big plot point in the third book, so you'll get to that. But, yeah, no, they go over that in the second book a lot. There okay. is no central authority. It's all warring factions, and that's what it's always been. Right, but the the Sanghelia are still the most unified, and that's usually yeah. a unification through hatred of humans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, prior to discovering humans existed, <laughs> I mean, yeah. what were they united behind? It just seems like just war. Like, whoever's around... <laughs> Let's go to war with them. Whoever's nearest, you know. Yeah, because I mean, it seems like yes, the brutes don't have any kind of unified society. The Jiyun, what what are they? Jiyun, Jirilahane, uh, the brutes. No, the snipers. Oh, the the Kigya, yeah. Kin Kig, K I G. Kigya. Kigya. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. only in this book about a hundred times, and I still don't know how to say it. Yeah, the Kigya. Like, it seems like they're more mercenaries. Like, they're <laughs> more into selling stuff than they're, anything else. They're pirates, yeah. Yeah. They're 100% pirates, yes. Yeah. They totally steal ships and raid stuff and sell it back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so the Covenant brings all these races together into this giant cleansing force that just murders everybody else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once it's gone, it's really only the Singheili who are naturally warlike. Mm -hmm. Well, they're not even naturally warlike. Um, they for like they've been in the covenant for like thousands of years at this point, and yes. they've it, explicitly like this is like Reha's big deal is that she's like all we know how to do anymore is fight. We de-evolved uh, de into just warriors. Like we can't do anything else, right? That's all they know how right. to do. That's and all yeah, that's a doing. lot of what this book is about. Is we were taken care of under the covenant. Now we have to take care of our own food. Mm. and build our own ships and mm. everything else that we were doing. And really all we know how to do is fight. This kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
like that they still have grunts working for him, though, and the grunts still hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Phillips runs into that group. They're like, we do to do all sorts of crap for the Singhealy. They suck. We hate all this stuff. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> not smart enough to get out of it, though. Right. No, they're not. But they are, they're sitting there, like, down in their, like, um, their drugs, though. Like, they're still getting their supply, like... That's very true. They're all permanently high. Yeah. It sounds... I don't know. There's worse things. Yeah. I mean, they seem happy. <laughs> no, they don't. They seem permanently pissed off all the time. Right, but I mean, like, grunts. Like, let's, let's be fair. <laughs> that's their natural state. What right, am I yeah. worried about? Yeah, what are you worried about? <laughs> fair, I, I guess. I don't know, man. Anyway, yeah, it's just, it's incredible. Just the whole concept of we're going to take the Halo video games mm-hmm. and turn them into some actual excellent Sci-fi. high quality science fiction mm. is like good luck, but mm. by golly, they pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure did. Yep. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, off books and on to Decadence. Yeah, Decadence wrapped up. Decadence is wrapped up. Finn. There was a fin. There was a fin. Yeah, it's probably not going to be a season two. Not, not given how neat of a bow they put on everything. Yeah, it was the neatest of bows. It really was. Right until the end, I was like, they could do some stuff, and then they were like, five years later, and I was like, oh, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. It was a yeah. good ending. It was a really nice season. They wrapped it up well. Yeah, that was so good. I'm I'm a little like, is Kabu near and this is the Matrix, right? Because he meets with the architect who's just like, yes, the one is a part of the cycle, right? Yeah, they're like, this happens all the time. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, for sure. The yeah. architect was very blasé about the whole thing. Kabu's like, I'm going to tear it down. And the architect's like, cool. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> and then... Yeah, that was... Yeah, you know, he tears it down and the game becomes Farming Simulator. <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> it was a good name. Like, those of you who miss fighting, you can take part in our Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That was all really good. Farming Simulator. You can take tours with... Uh, Natsume. Natsume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, times. Yeah, it was nice. I'm a little sad it's over. Me too. Uh, it was a really, really, really good TV. Cannot recommend Decadence highly enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, if you haven't watched it, please do. It's on Hulu, so it's not even on like Scary Crunchyroll if you're not an anime person. Mm-hmm. It's true. We need something new to watch now. Like, I know we do. What's the next anime to watch? Oh. Think. I don't know. We'll have to figure something out. Yeah, we'll have a look. Yeah, it's been a pretty good year for anime. I thought It Invaded was really good. Yeah, the and... current season of Fire Force is really good. Yeah, can't wait to get back to that. <laughs> One day, I think it's. Uh... Is it finished? I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen it show up in like the new episodes out now. There it's is still an episode behind. 
Mm. I'm, I'm probably like six. Um, the there is a nurser um, coming out that looks like it might be interesting. I don't know. It's got a weird name. Magatsu Wohite Zust. Mm, yes, of course. Yeah, I don't know. Only the trailer's out, and I, I like the the description is like it's like action fantasy. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but I don't want to watch the trailer because I'm like it looks interesting, but I don't want to spoil myself. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. We can give it a shot. Sure. Copenhagen Doss also says Robotech. Never heard of it. Me neither. Let's have a look. Isn't it? Isn't Robotech old? I think Robotech's an old anime. Uh, yes. Eighty-five, like man. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's eighties anime. It's not even like nineties anime. It's eighties anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Grandpa. Maybe we'll look at that later. When Hagadas is younger than us by like forever, what are you recommending eighties anime for? You weren't even alive for that. It's true. Uh, Although I do have a coworker who likes it a lot, and it's only one season. Three seasons. What are you on about? Uh, three seasons and movies. Oh. TV series. Oh, okay. So the. <laughs> okay, so it says number of seasons one. Number of episodes eighty-five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your concept of what a season is is a little bit different from mine. Right. Uh, Wikipedia, who was ever talking about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, and then there's <laughs> actually six games you can play. Five games and a, uh, a like a tabletop RPG by the looks of it. Have you played the tabletop RPG Copenhagen DOS? Also, again, I'd like to reiterate, you were not alive when Robotech was airing on TV. So I don't know how it's your whole childhood. Unless maybe it aired in the US and like forever late. It aired on Australia in 86 to 88 and in 95. Hmm. Fair enough. Um, have you, okay, so there was a show that was recommended to us a while ago called Made in Abyss. Did you watch that? Nope. Okay. You should watch that. <laughs> Made in Abyss. Okay. Yes. yes. Uh, because there's a new movie coming out in like... It's actually coming out in theaters here in like eight days. And I need to know if it fits chronology. Because I know there are other movies. Oh, Made in Abyss is on Prime. How easy. Easy, easy go. for me. There you go. Watch that. Okay. What am I? Season? Uh, so for when you mean shows breaks and getting more seasons. Log Horizon has Holy crap, Log Horizon. Yeah. That's fine. No, the voice continues to be in scenes. Just what? Thirteen episodes, my fault, not twelve. How dare you? Yeah. I'm should be. Yeah. Nuts to raise the bar for insanity. There's only a terrifies me. Which one's that? Uh, he's the superhero or Superman he's, analog. Oh, okay. That, okay. Evil yeah. Superman. Yeah, evil Superman. Like the best character on the show because 
he's evil Superman. Right, right. He's evil Superman. But not as, and also kind of dumb. We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah. Okay. But basically, some of the other soups, some of the other superheroes are kind of like, he's too dangerous. Mm. We need to take him down. He's th like, he's specifically threatened our loved ones, for example, or <laughs> he's just insane. Right. Okay. So they are now part of a plot to get rid of him, which I, I'm curious to see what they come up with. Because as far as I know, there is no kryptonite in this world. Right. It like if you're gonna take down Superman, the answer is kryptonite. Can he be poisoned? Like, can he like ingest poison and die? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I imagine maybe there will be some conversations later about that. Okay. I am curious. I'm curious to know what that is. Because it always felt like the initial conceit of the show was to take down Homelander, but it's just a bunch of people doing it. Mm. And I was always like, all right, guys, look. <laughs> <laughs> this plan of yours. I, mean, I understand you're real mad at Homelander and what he's done to you personally, but, I mean, you're just mooks. Right. But the fact that there are other supers involved now is like, okay, all right, now maybe this has a chance of succeeding. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kind of like how in World War II there were a lot of plots to take down Hitler, but not until his, like, personal staff got involved. It was like, okay, this is real now. Okay. That happened. Right? Yeah. No? Yeah. Yep. Alright, mm. cool. So, watch the boys. I'm gonna watch um, Made in Abyss. Yep. There, there's some, like, weirdity going on in Made in Abyss. So, just stick with it for a couple of episodes. Don't, like, give up immediately. Is it through two episodes of what's going on? No, no, no. Like, not like the show doesn't make sense. It's like, really, Japan? <laughs> okay it's a very what is going on japan moment i yeah. see how it is yeah that's yeah. fair okay it's very fair yeah so we're missing the debate samacron it started right when we started our podcast we're competing with the u.s presidential debate the first one i will ever get we will not get any ratings for this uh you know i feel like we don't actually have a shot to compete with the U.S. presidential debates, which I did not even know was on. Um, no, you're probably right. How is the debate scored? Has anyone started boxing? Uh, not that I... I just kind of had it over on the other screen, and nobody's actually punched anybody yet. Mm. But they are keeping them pretty separated. I really think it has to come down to a challenge is made, and then the other one accepts it, and then at a later time, it's set up officially that they're going to fight. Is either one of them wearing a glove that they can take off and then slap the other one with? Oh my gosh, that would be so good. That would be so good. But again, they're far away. They were very smart about this. They're like, we're going to keep them at a distance to where they can't close that distance without some like Secret Service agents being like, hey, no, no, squirting water on them. Bad. <laughs> bad kitty. Bad. Bad presidential candidates. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So wait, where is this viewable? It's on YouTube. Mm. It's being streamed on YouTube uh, for the most part. Okay. If you go to YouTube, I'm sure it'll be recommended. Oh, yeah. Well, no, yeah. I had to search for it. It wasn't recommended. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. ABC, C-SPAN, CBS, Fox, NBC, PBS, and like everybody's got it. Seven News right Australia. There you go. Seven News Australia. Yep. At like... A whopping 20 frames per second. That seems poorly. Yeah. 
says it's supposed to be doing 30, but boy, does that look stuttery. Hmm. I mean, the internet pipes to Australia aren't super hot, it turns out. Turns out. Oh, yeah, they are kind of far away. Dude, Trump is actually listening. Like, this is the first time I've looked over and Trump isn't actively moving his mouth. This is amazing. Okay. All right. Well, that's a, that's a bonus. Seems like he's actually maybe respecting the conventions of the debate so far. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe yeah. not so far, but because, again, every time I've looked at him previously, he's been saying stuff. Right. So... <laughs> I don't. How did how did we get here? Hey, chat has how been disabled these... for this live stream. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, good call. Yeah. I actually have live chat that I immediately disabled, but <laughs> oh really? Yeah, because I do that anyway. No, that's fair. If it's a big stream on Twitch or YouTube, I just turn off chat instantly because there's no point. It's moving too fast to read anything, and everyone's just mad anyway. It's true. Everyone's just angry. Yep. No matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Someone's just playing Among Us out on Twitch. And if you've got 10,000 people watching, it's just going to be mad. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway. I, oh, man. I watched a, an Among Us Let's Play this morning. Uh huh. And they did it in a way that I didn't see anyone else really do it. They were all dead silent until they got to like the debate and voting section. And yeah. then that, that's where they talked. Yeah. That's actually how my kids said we're supposed to play it when we play. Mm. Is there's a very strict no talking rule until somebody reports a dead body and then you can talk to each other. Hmm. It just seems very I think it, weird. And I didn't like it. It makes sense. I mean, for no. the realism of the sim, right? Is like, as if someone dies, they stop talking at that point. I like, I'm like, that's what you need. Right? Like no giving out like, Oh God, I was killed by red. You know, I know, but that's a pretty big giveaway. If you're chatty and then you just stop, <laughs> it's like, well, sure. reds died. Who was near red last? Right. right. But I, I don't know. Just maybe make it a point that, like, before the game, everyone just says, you can't be talking nonstop. <laughs> hmm. Right? That's or, hard to. No talking while but... doing a task. <laughs> hmm. Like, focus on the task and not the talking. But I don't know. It was weird just being like, because I had some really long rounds where it's like, five minutes has gone by and nobody's fucking said anything. What yeah. am I? I'm watching just people run around a ship <laughs> yeah pretty much mm -hmm. i don't know i think it makes sense no it's fine it's fine i don't know someone has recommended i've seen this on twitter uh disabling the ability to call a meeting if communications are sabotage oh i i like that it makes sense kind of lore wise right 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 there's just i don't know there's things you can do mm-hmm I did see somebody posted a video of like 60 people in an Among Us session. And I, part of me is like, you know what? That sounds kind of interesting in a lot of ways because the imposter or imposters really have to lay low for a while. It's going to be hard to get somebody alone when there's so many people running around. At the same time, if you get eight people stacked, right, and then just murder one indiscriminately there, how do you know which one's doing it? That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. See, that's another level you can tack onto it, though. Another aspect. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just playing too much with my kids where there are literally four of us and one of us is the <laughs> imposter. And it, it it ends really quickly. Right. <laughs> Either the imposter wins in three minutes or the crew people win in three minutes. There's right. really no such thing as a long, prolonged one. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just want a longer one, and that's where this is coming from. Maybe. We could get a crew together and play. 
Yeah, we should do. But we could get some people. Games, I think, like seven dollars. Yeah. They canceled the sequel. Because yeah, I saw the, that. The first game got so popular, they canceled the sequel. <laughs> Never heard of that. I mean, it's. I don't know. I find it impressive. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. For you to be like, look, we could kind of leave our current game in the state that it's in, which is not, we're not happy with it, but if we release a sequel, we'll make a bunch more money. So for them to be like, we're just going to get the first one right and then move on to a sequel is I, it's I, rare I for sure. I, I don't think that's what they're doing at all. I think they've realized that there's more money to be made making more DLC for the first game than there is making a second one. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I think they just saw 300,000 people buy their two-year-old game that nobody else was playing for a while. Yeah. When like nobody would have bought their sequel. <laughs> hmm. So give them a reason to keep playing and keep spending money on a product they've already got. I still feel like striking while the iron is hot and releasing a sequel when there are 300,000 people playing your game. Other than risking your sequel, you know, coming out a year or in two years and everyone's kind of forgotten about you. Right. Well, everyone had forgotten about them, right? And then they had this yeah. massive boom in popularity. And who knows how long it's going to last. Right, but yeah. who knows how far to development the sequel is. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Depends on how different it is from the original, I would guess. Right. Uh, the only way we can really track this is to see what kind of performance changes they make to the game, like tweaking of the uh, stats, things like that, versus how much more paid DLC comes out for it. Because if they just right. think there's more money to be made, they'll like, oh, you know, we'll do some bug fixes and rotate in some new maps or whatever but here's hats you can buy right that'll yeah. that'll tell us what they're thinking yeah for sure or little pets that can follow you around or mm -hmm. different shirts or yeah 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 if they really wanted to screw it up they could add some pay to win mechanics in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm trying to think of what they could do that oh. wouldn't be suspicious like maybe you could <laughs> Buy a bigger vision radius, right? Right. Oh, yeah. I was thinking you, you could buy an EVA suit. So if you get ejected, you can make your way back to the ship without anyone knowing. <laughs> You're like, hey, guys. So remember how the game said it wasn't me? It wasn't me. <laughs> you just get another shot. It's a second life. Yeah. So would you get rid of the... Like the point where the game says, you know, so-and-so was not the imposter? Or His was thing, the imposter? I was, almost have to. I was watching this morning, and it didn't say that. It just said if they were objected or not. Oh, can you turn that off? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you totally could do that then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you imagine? You're like, well, we ejected Blue. Good riddance. Hey, guys. And two minutes later, Blue's, like, wandering around. 